Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love It First Psych, a psych rewatch first watch podcast. I am your host, Jay Christie, joined as always by my co-host, first time psych fan, Andre Brera. Andre, how you feeling? I understand you're feeling a little sick. Uh, yeah, I'm a little under the weather. Um, it's sad. Um, yeah. But, you know. What do you, what do you think I, caused it? Uh, honestly, I think it might have been this chili dog I had at, at Dodger Stadium last night. You went to the Dodgers game last night? Yeah, it wasn't great, obviously. Uh, why wasn't for it me. great? For me. Uh, why wasn't it great? Got, we got spanked really badly by the New York Mets. Who'd you get spanked by? Who'd you get spanked by? <laughs> Sorry, I just threw on a Mets hat. Um, yeah, it's okay. You can uh, have that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, earlier, before we started recording, Andre, when I said I when I said I meant to turn on the mute, I didn't. I was looking for my Mets hat, so I turned off the video. Uh, I'm gonna make you sorry. eat your hat next time I see you. Honestly, that's fine because the thing the thing is, just understand the fact that I'm celebrating like this is a sign of how pathetic the Mets are because you don't need to do this because the Dodgers have won World Series and are gonna respect the franchise. Um, yeah, it's just anyway. a game in April. Exactly. This is all I have. Um, yeah. Go off. Glad that uh, Brent Beatty is up, though. They brought him up, bringing up Beatty. The big problem went yard, I think. So, you know. Um, Who's the big problem? That's Daniel Vogelbach, the big problem. Oh, yeah. That's a big, <laughs> He's big, big problem. Yeah, it's a big He's problem. very big. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're going to talk about the second episode of Season 2 of Psych. 65 million years off. I have a quick immediate question. Were you a dinosaurs kid? Uh, I mean, yeah, I was like into them. I don't know if I had a lot of dinosaur toys, but I was definitely, what, six? When did Jurassic Park come out? 93? 1993. Okay, so I was like six. So yeah, it was like right in my wheelhouse, but Jurassic Park's kind of like a low-key horror movie (laughs) at that age. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I like dinosaurs. Yeah, I was. Don't ask I me was, for my favorite one because I don't have no, a favorite dinosaur. I I was I liked dinosaurs in as much as I liked anything as a kid, which is they were a thing to memorize the names of. Um, and you know, I fun fun facts about them. Um, remember that when in third grade we had to do a a project on one dinosaur. I did the Coryphosaurus, which has the most teeth of any dinosaur. You know, Coryphosaurus. Um, yeah, it's you wouldn't. It's not a huge, super famous one, but it's a herbivore, and it, it's you know like the ones that have like kind of like the mohawk type things. It's not the one with the big one. That's a parasaurus, I think it's called. It's the one with like a tiny like no mohawk, um, and it has like two hundred and something teeth. Um, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. I just um, saw there's a nigrosaurus that had uh, about a million teeth. That can't be right. That can't, I don't know. I like, also, I was doing research in, like, books for third graders, so that might be, my information might be wrong, but it had a lot of teeth. Okay. Um, like Anne Hathaway. I think, I think Anne Hathaway has a normal amount of teeth. I think they're just big. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so we start off, it's a Stone Age day, I guess, is what they're calling it, even though the Stone Age is not when dinosaurs live, but whatever. Yeah. In 1987, and Gus has a a really incredible thing to bring in as his project. Yeah, he made like a. <clears throat> I'm not sure if it's to scale. I mean, yeah, it must have been. It to is. Scale because it, it has to be because of the plot yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a to scale, <clears throat> like version, uh, like a model, some sort of paper mache model mm-hmm. of a of a dinosaur head. I want to say it's a T Rex mm-hmm. head. Is that yes, I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is like super impressive. I mean, it is a shame that it was only the head and not really anything else. But, you know, he's in third grade. So what can you do? And Sean, of course, outshines him by just putting a dinosaur toy onto a uh, remote control car. And I'll say this. I feel like even in third grade, it's not like Gus's thing isn't impressive. Like, Gus, I would think, like, I don't believe that the third graders would beat poo-poo Gus's thing, you know? Yeah, much less the teacher. It's just, yeah, not not mm-hmm. really, not not really sensical, but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, and and obviously Gus is very mad about this. Um, and then we cut to Carlson Lasser staring down a suspect, and in just a couple seconds, Lassie gets him the break. Yeah, uh, they're, they're like basically in like a staring contest, but he folds like a lawn chair um, mm-hmm. upon just the mention of the word Lompoc, which is a city in central California. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know better than me, but yeah. Yeah, I had a project or I didn't have a project. My firm did. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, he uh, the guy confesses to being involved mm-hmm. in some sort of robbery. And, uh, you know, uh, everyone's kind of celebrating because it appears that. Our, our guy Lassie has been on a crazy hot streak. He's been closing cases left and right, and this appears to be his ninth case in a row that he's solved. Yes, uh, and Sean comes in as they're all celebrating, and she, he asks Juliet, is there a problem? Because, you know, they haven't got, he, gotten any calls, and he thinks it might be about the fact that he uh, requisitioned a Segway, um, which you know, I've never, I've, I want to ride on a Segway at some point. I've never ridden on one uh yeah i you know i've always wanted to too um i just i don't think i've ever seen one in real life minus like you know security guards at like yeah that's about it i don't think i've ever seen one you know using it like casually on the streets yeah um yeah i listened to a podcast episode about um, a podcast earlier i called cautionary tales did an episode about the invention of the segway and like how a bunch mm-hmm. of super smart people before it came out were like, this is going to change the world. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's a classic example of like, because what the Segway does, the actual invention of it is incredible in that it moves just based on the slightest variations of your balance. Like that is an incredible invention. It is just completely not necessary. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like the technology is incredible, but it's just it's not necessary. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and is it an urban legend that the founder of the Segway? No, this is actually what the episode ends up being about. It's not the founder. The guy who ended up buying a guy who is a inventor who actually invented. Um, you ever see like uh, on like cliffs where they'll have like what looks like mesh at it to make sure like to, with a bunch of rocks to keep it up on the side yeah, of the cliff yeah. or whatever. A yeah. guy who invented like the way that that's done in the modern day. He became really rich off of that because it also became using like combat zones and stuff and he was a huge fan of the segway and he used to and so when they were the company was falling on hard times he bought the company and so he was technically the owner of the company and it actually is pretty tragic tragic because he was like basically trying to get out of the way of like a person who had like a dog on a path and he fell and he was like an older guy so like it's not the guy who invented it but it was the guy who technically speaking was the owner of segway incorporated um yeah but it's a common mistake it was not the inventor of it um, that's okay. a common misconception. Sorry, I'm like, it's not funny, but it's... No, it is a little funny. It, I'll be honest. It was more funny. If it, if it was the inventor, it would be more funny. Like, the fact that it's just a guy who ended up buying it because he was rich and liked the product is not as funny, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Juliet says that Lassie's on fire. L- literally on fire. 
and Sean makes a reference, which I think is interesting how it plays now. He says, like Michael Jackson, the Pepsi commercial, which I don't know if you were like that for me, like that is something I forgot this episode came out like 2007 because that's not something we joke about anymore because I don't know if you know, but basically the whole story of Michael Jackson's downfall is that his injuries from that commercial are what got him addicted to drugs and eventually led to his death. I, yeah, I knew about that. Um, I think there was like footage of it too, right? There is. Well, that's, I mean, that's how, that's how Sean makes the joke. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's not a great, <laughs> yeah, you know what, the the references in this episode and lately have been pretty, pretty funny, they've been making Oh, I mean, th- the shows, the references are, I mean, if I may quote Jonah Hill, uh, well, paraphrase, you know, you're, you've got great references, everyone knows that about you, man, um, yeah, yeah. and so yeah, uh, Sh- Sean is kind of like, we're talking about Carlton, who bats ninth in the little, in our, our softball team. You know, actually, bats ten technically, but there's a new case that comes in. There's a body at the marina, and Lassie is so confident he's inviting Sean to the to the crime scene. Yeah, yeah. There's a body down at the marina, so they're gonna go check that out. And um, you know, Juliet comments on the fact that like that Sean doesn't have like a comeback mm-hmm. for Lassiter's dig, and you know, Sean is just like he's you know he's down bad right now. He's he's feeling like he's not needed. He's he's obsolete in some way. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he has, like, a really kind of lame version of the Anchorman Brick Tamlin joke about getting pants yeah. at a toilet store, and that's, yeah, not great. Exactly. So, um, we they, they show up, Gus comes to, and um, apparently the guy had no idea on him, the guy the body who washed ashore. He's wearing some boots, and um, it's unclear what killed him, because he has some strange puncture wounds. Is the main thing um, that Sean that, 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 that yes that's like the big mystery. Um, and Lassie's trying to keep the streak going. He's like maybe it was a boating accident, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but he doesn't really have much. Mm-hmm. And Sean, you know, he's he he reaches back into his memory bank just to think of what could have possibly caused this, and he starts sketching out a not too bad depiction of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm-hmm. So his theory is that somehow. Uh, the cause of death was a bite from a Tyrannosaurus Rex, which yep. seems kind of hard to prove, but yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, unless you are Muldoon, uh, I don't think that you're going to get killed by a T-Rex. I think that's the character's name. The hunt isn't... I was trying the to pull... The, a... the guy who's taking a dump? Or the guy who's just no, hiding on the No, 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 that's not him. Because he... Uh, I couldn't remember his name. Muldoon is the hunter guy. He's like the... The guy who's just clever girl. I don't know if that he gets killed by T Rex though. I forget. No, I think he's a Raptors. Yeah, you're right. He does get he does get killed by a Raptor. The accountant oh, dude is the guy. Yeah, well, the... well, it's Wayne Knight's character. I forget his name. The problem is Muldoon. Was, I'll, I'll say this: Muldoon was the only character's name I could pull that died because the other characters' names who I remember are all live. So I <laughs> couldn't. Like I can give you a Doctor Ellie Sadler, Doctor Alan Grant, Doctor Ian Malcolm, but they all live. John yeah. Hammond lives. Yeah, Wayne. Wayne Knight's character, I don't remember what his name is, but his, like, is the Spitosaurus thing, right? It's like... Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Damn, I really need to yes. watch Jurassic Park again. Which, uh, anyway. which I remember, because I remember, because I was a dinosaur kid, the dinosaur that kills him is not one of the dinosaurs that... There were dinosaurs that could spit up Venom, but the one that kills him is not one of them. So that was Correct. a little fake. Yeah, I think... Sorry, just to, one last thing about Jurassic Park. I think the... I mean, we can talk thing... about Jurassic Park forever. I don't give a shit. No, I know, but like obviously, I'm gonna bring up the most salacious thing. Um, mm-hmm. Is about the guy who who he's selling the the eggs to. 
or mm-hmm. the the embryos too. Yeah, that guy ended up going to jail for being a pedophile. The, wait, who was it again? The guy who's like in the hat, like when they're on the sunny beach. Oh, I don't like, know if I knew that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so they apparently his character is back in Jurassic Park Dominion, Jurassic World Dominion. I only saw the first Jurassic him, World. I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I would hope. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's in jail, or he was in jail. Anyways, yeah, wow, man, not great. But anyway, um, <laughs> yes, he's he. I, I, I do second, love. You were gonna say shouts to him. I was gonna say no. No, no, no. <laughs> I do love that Sean says that he normally he would do drawn and charcoal. Um, and I love that Gus is kind of gloating when Sean is setting this all up, like we're gonna get a case, and they all, you know, they look like an idiot, you know. And so yeah. um, they get back to the office, and Gus is mad at Sean because he just made him look like fools. Yeah, he made him look like fools, and you know, he takes a lot of time off from his normal job to you know mm-hmm. investigate this stuff with Sean, and pretty soon that's gonna be his only job if things keep progressing the way that they're going. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, and Sean. You know, he's he he the reason he knows that this is what it is is because he's worked for one week at the Wyoming Museum of Natural History where he got fired because he took a photo with himself in the jaws of a T-Rex. Um, yeah, I don't want to know how that ended up because I can't imagine you can get like I don't think that T-Rex, you know, what is it? Can it hold up? It can't hold no, up. No, I don't right? think so. No, no, no. Because it's all it's all glued together. And a lot of times it's very rare. I think there's only a couple that are full. Because basically most times pla- a lot of the bones will be plaster just because it's almost impossible to find a full fossil of anything. Um, I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, I, lo- I love that he starts to talk about it. And then Gus is like, wow, you're getting on board with your own theory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you got to fake it till you make it. Um, And so, yeah, he clearly has some experience with the bite marks. And it makes sense. Um, It makes sense, like, in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. Um, So at this point, Sean realizes that he needs to borrow his dad's truck for some reason. And what is that reason? He needs to bring Gus's diorama, like, not diorama, his paper mache head to the autopsy. Now there's some medical examiner who I don't know. I'll tell you, I think it's starting in season three. There's a recurring character. Who's a medical examiner who I would say is far and away the best character on the show. That is not the main cast and possibly he's probably the best character. In the show, period. <laughs> um, okay. So I was, I, I, I remember that he doesn't come into season three, but I was just thinking about him. Um, he's definitely the funniest character on the show. Moment per moment. Um, anyway. Uh, and so Sean, um, well, they learn basically that this guy, before Sean gets in there, we learn that the guy fell in some way. So he, there's some type of fall and then the puncturing. And then Sean comes in with the head and uh, Chief Vic is not having any of it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of shaky to like suggest, you know, uh, messing with the autopsy at this point in time, especially for such a weird out there uh, theory of whatever happened. Um, sorry, real quick. Um I think they also had mentioned that drowning wasn't the cause of death. Right. Uh, so it wasn't like drowning and it looks like it was blunt force trauma. So mm-hmm. it appears that when the guy fell and sustained like post-mortem injuries, he had already died. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Sean is like, you know, he mentioned, he has a good bit about not knowing how to pronounce the word chassis. Um, and, uh, he ends up getting kicked out. And when he goes back to Henry's place to return the keys, not it's not just Henry. 
Gus is there too, and so is uh, Doug, the department psychologist who's there for an intervention. Yeah, he's there to see Sean um, because he's kind of been making some weird comments. Like, I don't know if it's because Vic had heard him say something about thinking about jumping off a cliff in like one of his metaphors. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I think that's a part of it. Um, but yeah, apparently he's been acting very bizarre. Um, I'm sure he's losing it by at the idea of like not having work to do or crimes to solve. Um, and so, yeah, Henry thinks Sean is like having delusions in some capacity. Um, yes. And I like the whole thing where uh, Sean mentions that he has photos. Oh, first of all, he mentions that Gus's mom gave him mm. Gus's uh, his head. Mm. Uh, yep. And also gave him some incriminating photos of his Terrence Trent Darby uh, uh, cosplay. Yes. I won't tell you who, but Gus's mom is played by a famous actress um, in multiple episodes. Um, okay. His dad is played by two famous actors because he gets recast, assuming uh, probably because the first guy couldn't do it again. Um, but anyway. Uh-oh. Uh, no, not because no, not anything nefarious. Just, I think, probably scheduling. Um oh. But then Sean used this opportunity to do one of his, like, prove that he's psychic. So he's like, you're colorblind because the guy's socks don't match. Uh, he's anxious because of college, because of, you know, this is a Pepperdine University uh, pamphlet. Pepperdine's pretty expensive, It's right? it's I mean, it's in Malibu. Yeah, it's right on the beach. So um, you're looking at, like, 50K a semester. I'm yeah, sure. exactly. It's, yeah, why, yeah. it's why you got to tell people, if you want to go to school right on the beach, Florida Gulf Coast University is right there. Is it a good <clears> school? <throat> no, not really. But is it right on the beach? Honestly, yes, it is. Is Full Sail University also on the beach? Full Sail University is in Orlando. <laughs> it is not near the beach. Okay. Gotcha. No, the thing about Florida colleges, if you want to go to one on the beach, University of Florida is not at all. Florida State's definitely not. Miami obviously is, but it's very expensive. Um, and then, like, FIU is pretty expensive. FAU is not really on the beach, I don't think. I think kind of is. But. I mean, FGCU is a state school on a beach, which is very rare. And so uh, it's also like a fucking beautiful campus. The only downside is, once again, it's not a good school. <laughs> it's, it's just not. I know people, the people I know who went there, who went to high school with me, I wouldn't want to go to the same college as them. But Where um, is Florida Gulf Coast University? It's in Fort Myers. But okay. like, it's actually like a really beautiful, because we would go there a lot for events and stuff. Um, it has a very beautiful campus. Um, yeah, they yeah. can't all be NYU. I mean, they, and the thing is, it got, like, um, you remember the Dunk City thing in March Madness mm-hmm, where they went mm-hmm. really far? That, like, they had, like, double the amount of applications after that. So, I they might have gotten better because of that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so, uh, they, as they're having this intervention, Vic and Lassiter come in, and Vic is basically like, Lassiter, do you want to tell him what we know about this guy? And Lassie doesn't want to because the answer is he's a paleontologist, um, you know, which is good stuff yeah yeah his name is christopher franzen and uh doug you know he seems impressed by all of this mm. situation yeah. maybe maybe there's nothing wrong with sean after all and gus's first theory is that since he was in the sea we can't rule out the possibility that there's an island <laughs> where they're breeding <laughs> dinosaurs um also, isn't it cra- side note about Jurassic park isn't it crazy that like bd wong looks almost exactly the same in Jurassic park and Jurassic world I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he aged really well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, sorry, just well, I I I never had the thought when I watched Jurassic World. There'd been a while since I seen Jurassic Park, and I'm like, 
Oh, that's was Petey Wong in the original Jurassic Park? My thought was like, no, there's no way he's old enough to have been in the first Jurassic Park right now. What's I'll give you five dollars if you tell me what BD stands for. Oh crap. Crap, 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 crap. Is it is it like a is it one of those things where it's a uh initialism of a hyphenated uh Chinese name or no? Or is it two English names? No, it's actually two English names. Okay. I'm there's another person I'm thinking of who's that. Um CCH Bounder? It no. Um no. Uh BD Wong. I definitely knew this at some point. Um, I think like the D is probably for Daniel, and then B is like uh, Barry. No. What it's is it? Brad Bradley Daryl Wong. Bradley Daryl Wong. Anyway, um, <laughs> just a BD Wong man. What a, a great actor. Um, so yep. they go to the college that the guy teaches paleontology at. And basically, they're trying to see if there's some type of weapon that could have been, like, if there's a mold of a dinosaur or something or a fossil that could have been used as a weapon. And sure enough, like I would assume most paleontology departments at not big schools, they don't really have anything. It's kind of just small bits and bobs. Yeah, there isn't much going on. Uh, Not a very impressive collection. Um, Mm -hmm. They find out through the graduate assistant that it was rumored that the whole program was basically going under. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but Franzen was like a disaster. He was never around. He was always late, looking mm-hmm. disheveled. And yeah, yeah, he's basically trashing him before Sean and Gus yeah. let him know that he's yeah. dead now. And so they sneak away when Last Seen Jewels show up and they go to the professor's house. Um, but the cops are already there. But they go into the, they, they find the garage, which has a very fancy lock on it, which you wouldn't necessarily expect for just a random dude's garage. And Gus, because of course he's, you know, we know he subscribes to like safe cracker magazines. He knows how to crack it. Um, and they get inside. I love the bit. I love the bit where he's making Michael Jackson noises. It's just Tule Hill. When you give him the ball like that, he's just very funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's really good. Um, he's just yeah. a great physical comedian. Yeah. I want to see him tap dance on the show already. It ha- I don't remember when it first happens, but I can think of two different. I mean, there's an episode called Feet Don't Kill Me Now, which is that's where it's it's about tap dancing. And then there's one. Yeah, I, there's multiple episodes that he tap dances in. Um, Perfect. I do love the joke when Gus points the flashlight in Sean's eyes. He says, you could have just gave me glaucoma. <laughs> yeah. I also did like the when they were at the university office, uh, mm-hmm. they mentioned trilobites being there. And yeah. Yeah. Sean makes a reference to the Cenobites from the Hellraiser series. Yeah. That's a franchise I haven't gotten into at any point. I need to watch them all at some point. Um, I only I saw the get... remake, the new one. I I mean, I can't do... I, I'm someone who, I, if I watched... I gotta watch them in order if I'm gonna watch them because I have psychological issues. But um, at least I gotta, I gotta watch the original before I watch the remake. I would feel really dirty if I watched the remake before the original. Like, I don't, I don't want to... I never want to get called out by someone 30 years older than me. That's kind of like my life philosophy. And so I can't do that. You need to get, you need to figure something out, man. Yeah, I know. I need to, uh, I need you to, need I was going to say I need a therapist, but I already do. Um, so anyway, um, they go into the garage and it's strangely, there are like better bones in the garage than the actual department has. Yeah, there's better bones. There's better equipment. Um, yeah, it looks like the majority of, you know, anything that's worth a damn in his field is found at his house and not at the university. So that might explain why everything is so, no pun intended, bare bones at the university. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they, uh, yeah. So um, 
they also see like a piece of paper, a big piece of paper that has what looks like tic tac toe on it, but it's all X's, so it's unclear what that is. Um, mm-hmm. And then Lassie and Jewel show up, and uh, they go to the garage. Sean and Gus act like they just got there. And then Sean pretends that he's divining what the code is. And he's just asking Gus. And how does he get Gus to help him out? He agrees to give him his Tony Gwynn, I don't know, rookie card or something? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. I didn't catch the whole thing. I mean, not that's not a bad trade. I mean, I wouldn't do that if I was Sean. I would, I would just not. That's probably pretty valuable. I mean, the man got a lot of hits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we saw how much money they got for solving that one, uh, that one crime. Uh, what was it? The one with the auto dealership? The poker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they need a lot more cash. That could have exactly. been their ticket. Um, and so, yeah, they they go, it's going on about they get they get in and Lassie and Jules make the same observations. But then Lassie mentions that the tools must the missing tools must be in the bed of his pickup truck. Uh oh, where is the pickup truck? We don't know. But yeah. after they leave, Sean and Gus notice a lot of boxes for a uh, fruit stand in the town of Ojai. That's O-J-A-I. Yeah, I've been there. I've been camping in Ojai. I've never been to Ojai, but I just know it's a place because it has a recognizable name. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Ojai, it's not exactly next door. So they schlep over to, to Ojai and they meet the fruit vendor. Um, mm-hmm. like I guess at the front of off the road or whatever, mm-hmm. and they asked him some questions, and yeah, apparently Franzen was one of his best customers. Mm-hmm. He was there a lot, and he always, you know, got some fruit and then made his way up the hill, like mm-hmm. I guess behind them, and he would only come back the next morning, like early in the morning. So it looks like something he might have found something. That's what it's mm-hmm. yeah shaping out like. And so they drive up the hill. We see on a sign that it's Deacon Walker Farms, no trespassing. They get to a fence, but they sneak in. And when they start walking around, they see a bunch of holes. And Sean says, it's like that movie with Sigourney Weaver. And Gus says, alien? Aliens? Alien Resurrections. And then, no, the one with holes in Shia LaBeouf. Anaconda. Um, so they obviously don't remember the movie Holes. Um, I mean, to be fair, like, when you say a Sigourney Weaver movie, Holes isn't even the top 15. I understand that, but if you see a bunch of holes in the ground. <laughs> yeah, I would just be like that. Um, wait, who was the other guy in that movie? The dude? Well, I mean, Shia LaBeouf the, is the, the older, dude. The older guy, the older guy, the older guy. Oh, wait, uh, John Voight? Was it John Voight? Damn. Or are you talking, yeah. talking about his grandpa, who is Henry Winkler? Uh, maybe or not. Tim Blake Nelson, I think, is also in it. Holy shit, Dooley Hill was in that movie. Oh yeah, Dooley Hill's in that movie. Oh, I mean, that's oh, duh, that's the joke. <sighs> I didn't put that together. I knew Dooley Hill's in the movie, but I didn't put it together that that's why he can't say it. Duh, that's a good joke. It's better than uh, better than I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, because Dooley Hill has the line. Thing. He has the line. I can fix that. Like that's sketch. Oh, uh, I see. Okay, got it. Yeah. For some reason, I didn't put that together. But yes, the joke they're making is that Dooley Hill can't say holes. Um. You know, funny stuff. Anyway, yeah. as we're having this conversation, someone starts firing the biscuit in the air. Yeah. And they're waving their arms like they just don't care. Uh, yeah, they start firing into the air, and Gus and Sean take off. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's Gus, the one that's always screaming like that. That's him, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. So they run off, and, you know, they hop, they, they go past the fence, they hop back in, um, I was going to say Dulé's car, 
in Gus's car and, you know, some pretty impressive uh, driving considering he's driving, he's reversing the whole way and he's not even looking up. And yeah, he, he pulls the whole like 180 turn and they get the mm-hmm. fuck out of there. Yep. And so Sean then is talking to the chief and he's doing a long drawn thing where he's trying to make it about a farm. He does a cluck cluck here, cluck cluck there. Uh, um, yeah. And as he's doing that, Lassie interrupts them and basically says they found the car at the marina and there are prints inside the car from Ethan Robinson, the grad student who didn't like him. And, uh, yeah, so, um, they, uh, Vic's not really interested, but then Sean's like, well, Walker is the name of the farm. And, of course, Lassie's like, no, we already talked to him. He seems fine. We checked it all out. Yeah. So... Uh, I guess what they what they're also trying to figure what they all kind of also realize is that um, Franzen must have been trying to buy some land off of the yes. farmer and cle- and clearly it didn't work because I mean he was still d- digging illegally in his I guess not yes. really on his property but on his property no in his property just not in like near his property sorry not near his house um, but anyway okay. there's the real demoralizing thing here for Sean is that uh, Lasky Jules fist bump because they're so in sync. And mm-hmm. um, then Sean and Gus go to Henry because uh, they go borrow some tools. And uh, Henry is worried about Sean. He has a bad feeling about this. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bad feeling. He doesn't, I mean, he's already been expressing it. Uh, he gets really scared whenever Sean puts himself in a situation where violence mm-hmm. could be on the menu. And yeah, it, you know, he kind of deflects it to just kind of be like, oh no, I just, like, he doesn't support him. And, you know, Sean says oh what a weird concept you not supporting me you not being mm. supportive which yeah 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 um and so they cut to the we, we cut to the field and sean's like oh wait he kind of remembers the tic-tac-toe board and instead of x's marking the spot x's mark misses and there's only one o and so that's how sean figures out where to dig and gus notices that the hole that they're referring to is the only one um to uh be filled in with a bulldozer, which of course no paleontologist would ever do. Now you need some delicate tools and some delicate care to, to <laughs> dig that stuff up. Yes. Um so a few you know, a few hours later, mm. it basically seems like Gus has dug this hole by himself. He's made yeah. tremendous progress. And yeah, they found some fucking they found they they strike something, you know, mm-hmm. and Sean goes to the truck, he pulls out the leaf blower and they found a whole fucking dinosaur head in there. Yeah. I don't know what the paleontological situation is uh, in the central coast of California. I kind of doubt that there are full-on T-Rex skulls, um, Mm. but who knows? You know, I'm not going to... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, there's like dinosaurs. There's technically prehistoric beings everywhere just because, you know, the way the world is. But like T-Rex and stuff really only exist in a few places, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think the closest I just looked this up. Apparently, the closest that they've done is found like woolly mammoths, but but that's I mean that's I mean yeah that's not that's like so much closer like yeah yeah, yeah come yeah. on uh, call me when you get some you know freaking prehistoric you know we're not talking about uh anyway um so they're wondering after they're done uh digging we cut to them in the future they they filled the hole back in and. Gus, they're like wondering why didn't the why didn't Walker just let them lease the land? Let, let him lease the land? Like he could have made millions if if he had a T Rex head discovered in his backyard, he would have made millions. Why didn't he just let him look? You know? 
Yeah, and you know, the natural conclusion is that he's there's something to hide, obviously. Like, you know, because um, we had, I think we had previously heard from the vendor, or maybe we were going to find it out soon that. No. Well, yeah. The, yeah. The Walker farm basically hasn't been. Uh, hasn't yeah, been we learned that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so they're decide they're kind of come up with enough what cover story they're going to do. Uh, vacuum salesman, uh, traveling word that is now a slur or. Um, oh, yeah. Sean suggests that they do of mice and men and he volunteers to be Lenny. Um yeah, I don't know what the hell. I know Mice and Men. I know it's a book. I don't know what the hell. I'm assuming it's I mean, about farming? I, no, it's not at all. I mean, I guess it's technically farmers, but Lenny is a very large, mm, developmentally disabled man who oh, no. crushes a rabbit, or maybe multiple rabbits, because he doesn't know how strong he is. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you know, sad stuff. There's uh, a lot of stuff in this episode that's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, that was sad when it was written. It's not like John Steinbeck was writing happy stories. But uh, Gus, <laughs> Gus is like, you know, no, we're the National Paleontological Society, and so which makes all sense. But then they first go to, they go to the fruit stand first, and uh, this is when uh, Sean learns, of course, that peaches are stone fruit. They're not citrus. Um, come on. This is basic stuff. Um, I didn't even know stone fruit was a thing. I mean, at least... But, uh, it's because the stone in the middle. I mean, I yeah. It's peaches. I I couldn't name other ones off the top of my head. I think actually, yeah, I could probably a plum. But peaches are stone fruit because of the pit. Um, apricots. Yeah. Apricots, I think, are also stone fruit. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yes. Yeah, so this this is where you mentioned that they ask, does this fruit does this fruit vendor get fruit from Walker Farm? And the answer is no. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, they grow it on their own lot of land small plot of land and yeah that's when we find out that walker farms has been on the decline for a while and Mm. yeah so even more questions as to why he just won't sell his shit and so then they go to uh, walker's house and as they're walking up uh gus has a line that i just wrote down verbatim because it made me laugh of because it goes about the lenny impression you so much a slur one word i'll give you an indian burn so hot your socks will catch fire Yeah. Okay. So that was the one I'm 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 on the fence about. Can you say Indian burn? I, I, I mean, no, probably. But like, yeah, I don't think you can. Because I I I don't I don't know even where that comes from. You know, like what what is it? Uh, I mean, there's a Wikipedia page and it just says uh. It, oh, yeah. The term Indian burn possibly comes from the fact that after the prank, the skin's color changed to reddish. Yeah, so then I guess we can't say it. You can't say that. Yeah. Yeah, you cannot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was wondering, because I don't know if, you, if this happened when you were growing up, but, like, kids would just throw, like, different ethnicities in front of things and make ter- Like, for some reason, kids called the version of dodgeball in which if you catch something, someone comes back in, right? That kids in my elementary school exclusively called that Chinese dodgeball. I don't know why. I thought it might have been one of those things where just people just called it that because I don't know. It's that's weird because we called it soccer. I mean, I I guess the reason I guess what this shows is that there should be a unique name for that type of dodgeball, right? Because it yeah. it clearly deserves its own name. But yeah, it was Chinese dodgeball, and I remember that we had a gym teacher who came in in like in my second grade or whatever, who was said like, no, we can't call it that. And because I was in second grade and I didn't understand offensiveness, I was like, why? <laughs> anyway. Interesting. Um, so they go up and uh, they ask for um, Deacon Walker, but we learn that Deacon Walker is not a person. 
is Deacon and Walker ran the farm. Roger Deacon, whose name is clearly based on Roger Deacons, was a partner. Yes. Uh, so the Walker that exists there is a man named Su- Sullivan Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they were partners before, but not anymore. And mm-hmm. you know, they 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 present themselves as the paleontologist, whatever mm-hmm. foundation, and they offer they start to offer him a generous deal. He's not interested. He closes the door. Um, second time. Is he no the third time he's Lenny? The second time he's what? They just try again. Yeah, yeah, but like this guy doesn't want anything to do with them, so yeah. they just. But then he's Lenny, which is good. And yeah. my name is Lenny, I believe is what he says. Um, yeah. And so uh, anyway, um, so Henry calls, and Henry. Well, sorry. First, they notice that there are a bunch of mounds of digging around the house, which makes no sense because Franz and Martin dug those, and they're all done by bulldozer. Note that. Then Henry calls, and he's worried about Sean. Yeah, he's worried about Sean um, because obviously he knows about well. Well, no, this when he reveals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for many reasons, but this is when he reveals that about the case of Roger Deacon having gone missing like twenty years earlier. He was yes. reported missing by his girlfriend at the time, and mm-hmm. he was never found. So he must be buried there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so. Uh, then we cut to um, cut back to the station where we learn that the evidence against the grad students falling apart. And then Julia interrupts and says that Sean called and he wants to close the case, solve the murder, solve another murder, and unearth a dinosaur. Yep, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you know, uh, Lassie and Juliet are walking the uh, field of the holes mm-hmm. with uh, Walker. No, with. Sullivan Walker. Yeah. And, you know, they're kind of discussing everything. And Walker at this moment doesn't really look guilty. Uh, no. No, not at all. But Vic, um, Gus, and Sean uh, mosey on over yeah. there. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, mm-hmm. um, sorry. Uh, they're, yeah, so they're there to, like, basically solve the two murders. Yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah, that's all it is. Uh, Franzen had found something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he found the dinosaur, and he got busted by Walker in the middle of the night. Walker smacked, clearly smacked him in the head with a shovel or something. He mm-hmm. fell into the hole, landed on top of the giant, the T Rex mm-hmm. jaws, causing the puncture wounds. And then, uh, yeah, he transported his body. Yeah, uh, but why did he kill him though, specifically? Oh, yeah, he killed him because he knew that if. If, if this discovery ever ever came out, nobody like the place would be littered with more digs, yeah. and mm-hmm. eventually they would find uh, uh, Deacon's body. Um, Roger and he Deacon. doesn't even know where. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't even. Ro- know where, they would find where Roger Deacon's body on the set of 1917. No, I'm kidding. He's still alive. Yeah. Um, and so he yeah. he lived forever. Let me just say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, he can't really, he couldn't really have let that happen, um, because he couldn't even find the body himself. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's basically kind of it. Yep. And so Lassie's feeling kind of sad that he, the streak's over, but he arrests, uh, Deacon, sorry, he arrests Walker. And then Sean's like, I'm gonna discover his dinosaur. But then he gives the credit to Gus. They kind of argue about it. And the notable thing is that everyone walks away, um, as they're arguing. Sean says he'll name the, the dinosaur Zippy. Which of course is a bad name for a dinosaur. What would you name a dinosaur if uh, if you could name one? I like Chompy. That's a good one. The second name. Chompy. Like okay, so like you want that to be like the 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 scientific name. You you're okay with that? 
Chompificus Totalis. I don't know. Chompificus Totalis? That's not that bad. Yeah, honestly, it really depends on what it would be. Um, You know, I'm not above... The problem with my name is not one that lends itself to putting into a... Like, Christiosaurus doesn't sound right, because it's... Christy is not Latin or Greek rooted. You know, it's so Celtic, yeah. it doesn't work at all. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... I'd have to think about it. Ferrerasaur. Yeah, see, that works better, because it's... Um... Honestly, wow. I probably... I might name it after, like, my hometown, like the uh, the Punta Gordosaurus. You know, okay. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you got you got you to throw it up for your hometown. Anyway, um, I mean, so uh, we cut to the police station again, and Lassie's kind of having a crisis. You know, he feels like he's doomed. Yeah, you know, but he solved eight cases in a row, and like you know, mm-hmm. if if like cop shows are any at all accurate, um, that's a pretty high rate of of mm-hmm. of solving crimes in it, what seems to be a very short amount of time. Um, so he's in the dumps and Juliet starts making a bunch of baseball references that mm. honestly are pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I didn't know the name of the guy who broke up Dimash. Neither did I. Lou yeah. Boudreaux, which is a good name, honestly. It's, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like Lou Boudreaux was actually like not a fucking bum. Like, he, I don't think, he, yeah, that's, that always sucked when that happens where it's like, if you're not an all time great in 50 years, you might as well be a bum, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well. um, but yeah, I also I do like that moment too. I like that character detail because it kind of informs why she and Sean get along in certain ways because she has the same mind for inane stuff as he does. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like as yeah. the show goes on, you already kind of notice it. She gets basically all of his references too. You know, like it's it's kind yeah. of and so um, I think that that's interesting. And then she of course says. Um, do you need a hug? And he walks away, but then they take the hug, which I like. I think that they are, and they, like we mentioned in the um, the season one finale, I think that they are purposely kind of softening Lass's character a little bit. Not so much softening, just making him like more of a human being. Um, mm-hmm. Because this is not one of those shows, and I think I like about it, where like every character is able to have three dimensions. You know, there's no character that is just to be a punchline, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I do like that. Um, so yeah, uh, then finally they have, they have a nice hug. And so finally we go back, Sean gets to Henry's house and in a familiar scene to earlier, Doug and Gus are there too. Um, the only thing is they're not there for Sean's intervention. They're there for Henry's intervention. Mm -hmm. And Doug starts to ask him like how, like, you know, basically about his need to have control and Henry gets irate and kicks him out. And yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny end scene. Yes. And off that pretty funny end scene, what do you give this episode out of 10? I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Wow. I give it just a 7.5 out of 10. This is a strange we're, reversal. We're going, yeah. We're, we're, we're eventually we'll agree. Eventually we'll agree. But what we can both agree on is that you should follow the show at First Psych, <laughs> yeah. uh, at First Psych on Twitter. Andre, we're going to be able to follow you. You can follow me at Andre Barrera. And you can follow me at the J. Christie. Please rate, review, subscribe. Share the show with the biggest psych fan in your life. And don't get the chili dogs at Dodger Stadium if you're not looking to be sick the next day. I don't think that that's do a... it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, because the thing is, you famously talk about sucking on chili dogs a lot. Like, it's one of, <laughs> in terms of bits, it's one of your favorite ones. Uh, I think that's very yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mean. Chili and you were foisted by your own chili dog. You, okay. Well, the thing is, I had two hot dogs yesterday. I mm. had a super Dodger dog, which is an all beef dog, which mm-hmm. was not great. 
it didn't taste very good either. Mm. And then I had the Coney dog, which is a chili dog. And that was pretty nice. Uh, it was a chili dog with mustard, which is not something I'm used to. Mm. Um, and it was delicious, but yeah, I don't know. Something got me. Uh, yeah. I heard Norovirus. Not, uh, Norovirus it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Norovirus. I mean, yeah, Norovirus is always around, man. That's, that's what will get you, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do I stay on um, the lookout for no people for coronavirus? I think sucked up a lot of the oxygen about bad viruses. Norovirus is no joke. Um. Yep. Yeah. Anyways. Uh. So yeah, watch out for norovirus. And more important than that, actually, no, not more important. Less important than that. Watching out for norovirus <laughs> is very important. And less <laughs> important to that, listen to us next week as we talk about Psy versus Psy. <laughs>